Okay, we're on. Whenever you guys want to do what you got to do, it's rolling. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? Chick one, chick two, chick three. Is he, has he finished his dinner? No, he's still eating it. He's really doing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when you don't feed him for several hours. Janet. Janet. Yeah. Janet. Janet, what has what has the last twenty days training on Udupi Beach or on the different beaches in that area? What has that been like? A lot of sunburn, I must say. <laughs> a great amount of sunburn. <laughs> it's peeling off my shoulders and neck and all these places I didn't think can get sunburned. <laughs> 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 How I did you manage? I don't know how I'm going to manage it for 60 days next. <laughs> uh, can you walk in the nights and skip the day? No. I can't the, see anything. No. It's full of glass. I've, I so mean it's the either the sunburn or is it uh, blindness? You have a choice between being blind or being sunburned. I would choose a sunburn because that glass is scary as fuck. There's glass, a lot of pieces uh, of glass on the show? Yeah, I mean, if there's something I've really learned in the last 20 days, I've uh, learned the amount of trash I generate as a person because visually uh-huh. uh, I've seen the amount or the kinds of trash people really discard into the sea. And uh-huh. it's one thing to know about this, have the knowledge that this happens or even to watch photographs about this, but to live there, to mm-hmm. see this as existence, to see the persistence of uh, glass or mm-hmm. plastic that gets embedded into the soil and remains for days and days and days and days and you know exactly where to avoid it when you walk that's Correct. messed up you know that's very oh. very messed up in the system and you know if it's missing that it's just been taken back into the ocean it's not like somebody has really picked it up Correct. so the last time we uh, I mean we did an episode a long time back where you spoke about the walk Yeah. and it's been about uh, 6 months I think since mm-hmm. we last met Mm-hmm. So, in terms of progress, um, any highlights you would like to share with us or how you've uh, um, come more closer to making this happen since then and now? There's a lot of lessons I've learned since then. The first mm-hmm. thing being that uh, I, re- I had to recalculate my journey. It's about 850 plus, okay. not 750 Kilometers. Yes. Okay. As uh, I said earlier, it's, n- it's no longer 150 kilometers. It's definitely 850 plus. Okay. You also brought a new friend along from your practice uh, sessions. Yeah. Uh, well, he's having dinner right there. We have Storm, who has been rescued from the ocean. Okay. Um, when I discovered him, he was in a, a bit of a mess. I, I actually decided to halt for a few minutes, I think about 15 minutes or so, when I saw the fishermen mm-hmm. uh, catching fish from the sea without okay. a catamaran. So they have these gigantic nets that spread over, easily over 500 meters where they completely cover that area with the nets. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they have like about 20, 25 men on multiple sides, like pulling those nets from the ocean okay. and that's okay. the catch. So they oh. do this multiple times from the shore itself. Mm-hmm. I was trying to record this, you know, because okay. I had live sessions every day. I was also mm-hmm. putting up these stories about what's actually happening. And um, so when I was sitting down and I was recording this from a point, I turned around and I saw what looked like a piece of black cloth under somebody's foot. Okay. It was moving. <laughs> so uh-huh. I was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> is this place haunted, you thought? Uh, no, I just thought, uh, what the hell is sitting inside? <laughs> <laughs> 
I didn't expect okay. that itself to be sitting there. <laughs> uh, so I found uh, the puppy Storm uh, lying over there, and he was completely covered in ticks and fleas and maggots and the works. Mm-hmm. But he was still living, you know, mm-hmm. and he was struggling to breathe because the waves would wash over him every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like I just picked him up, took him to the vet directly. Um, mm-hmm. Then we had him treated, and he's getting so much better. He's I mean, from from seeing him fit into my hand, into seeing him run around and jump with so much joy, it's it's mm-hmm. it's a beautiful journey that I've seen in just two weeks. Mm-hmm. Correct. I mean, um, usually people wouldn't react that way. I mean, I've seen uh, puppies in uh, not so good conditions, so I just usually move on. But uh, it's amazing that you actually stopped and uh, no took the puppy, and you've also bought the puppy to Bangalore. Mm. and um also one of the reasons you're doing this walk is because you saw planet earth like that puppy being uh, bitten and eaten and in a really bad shape mm-hmm. and you thought let me do something as an individual so what is that that you decided to do after you saw how messed up our planet was mm, well i can Or tell you getting. i can tell you this much um choosing to not do something for me I I I do choose to not do for a lot of things but I th- I think we all pick and choose our battles but for me it, it was like you know sitting in a house where everything is burning around me mm-hmm. and everyone pretends that nothing is happening but it's clearly burning down correct what would you do in that state would you not want to do something about it correct not, correct yeah so at least with the planet mm-hmm. earth that's what it feels like also i feel another problem is awareness like you said we're sitting in a burning house a lot of people are not very aware of their you no know, current state they don't know that their house is burning so this also is leading to awareness i guess right i mean one of your goals of what you're doing is awareness yeah i'm not sure about whether people are aware or no i i i, I think most people are aware maybe they're not uh, aware to the extent that i would like them to be uh, but over here i mean through what i've seen in uh, You know Greta Thunberg's been talking for a while right mm-hmm. now and what I see from the comments that people write about articles in which you know people mm-hmm. have written about her is mostly uh we're all going to die anyway let's just mm-hmm. party with whatever Correct. time we have yes are you going to sit in your burning house and <laughs> you know like <laughs> wait for your rafters to fall while saying let's party let's over party. here uh-huh. or uh, do you really want to do something i don't know yes. i mean and and it's for so easy for people to say that you know mm-hmm. um when they are and, and and a lot of this age group that i see are uh, very typically maybe about 50 or 60 who normally say stuff like this mm-hmm. or uh, i mean if it's going to be even like um, my age that i see it, i i still see it as i have lived um as more or less an adult i'm still not in adulthood but <laughs> uh-huh. um as society says an adult for the last 10 years i managed to work i managed to figure who i am as an individual and i've had the chance to do that in maybe the last 10 years now mm-hmm. for somebody who was being born today while yes. people talk about being pro life and you know all of that how is this not pro life how is this how can you say stuff like that because well <laughs> there's so much more for someone else to live and if you're not going to do something about it today how pro life mm-hmm. are you really being correct i mean after all is uh, the only uh, valuable thing that you can leave for the next generation is a beautiful planet that you once had the gift of experiencing yeah possibly yes so it's been um, 
quite some uh, time since you've been practicing and um, how 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 do you feel right now physically physically today are, are you physically confident that you can do it or is it still like a challenge it's i'm it is definitely a challenge still um mm-hmm. but i've been hitting about 30 kilometers as a part of mm-hmm. my training and uh, i'm fairly confident that we'll pull off this okay. walk um and with as much challenge as it presents uh-huh. but i i know that it's it's not something that can't be done it's definitely something that can be done correct and it's definitely that can be done in less than 60 days mm-hmm. i'm just extending it so we recently read in the news uh, saw the news that the amazon fi- forest is on fire and uh, we also have the statement saying within 16 months climate change would become irreversible mm-hmm. so what's your response to this question we still have a chance and the amazon rainforest is uh, the most prominent forest that we can think of when we're thinking about a forest right like what about all the areas that we are still constructing today we, we look at the amazon burning and we're like you know look at that stupid tree sitting in front of my house blocking my advertising board <laughs> we want to cut it down yeah people are afraid the roots are going too deep yeah into the foundation or the compound walls they're just cutting trees i've seen a lot of houses houses house owners cutting trees because they're afraid it'll damage the wall or something like that yeah i mean that we're not realizing in cutting we're damaging our larger home yeah and what about i mean if if everybody just steps outside their house and decides to plant a tree mm-hmm. wherever they can like one person mm-hmm. chooses to plant a tree and it's not that hard to plant a tree let's mm-hmm. say instead of throwing your seeds into the dust when you want to start throwing it out Hmm. you know yeah or uh, a friend of mine used to plant all of his uh, mango seeds after he finished eating mangoes in tiny pots mm-hmm. and he just gift them away and mm-hmm. tiny little seedlings it he wasn't trying to be an aggressive activisty environmentalisty uh-huh. person that the people not really think about you know mm-hmm. when they say oh i like the environment Correct. no but he just did it because he was like hey more mangoes <laughs> <laughs> so if you want to live and you enjoyed a certain richness in life mhm I think if you if you want it for yourself mm-hmm. <laughs> do something about it do something it. about it mm-hmm. um there is also another cause uh, to what you're doing and that is uh, gender equality yeah. and um, how do you see the connection here you're talking about uh, ecological balance uh, climate change and then gender equality um so do you see a connection here or is it uh, mindsets that you're uh, t- looking at or targeting So there are two ways I can talk about this. I can talk about the more uh, philosophical or psychological way we mm-hmm. behave uh, and I can talk about it from a more economical point of view. Mm-hmm. Uh the first thing is if I'm going to talk about it from the economical part. Mm-hmm. Um think about it in a very simple way. The more people get to choose what they want to do in life, mm-hmm. the more happier they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The more you want to develop, the more creative you are about what you're doing because you actually enjoy doing it. Therefore you want to become better about it. Mm-hmm. So you will have people who are more skilled at their jobs mm-hmm. who really enjoy what they're doing and at a point right now where technology and everything else is evolving so rapidly. Just think about the phones you had 2 years back and think about the phones that you have right now. Correct. There's Rapid a change. huge change. Mm-hmm. And if that itself is changing, you've got to be on top of the game to be able to do anything. you've got to process a lot more yes constant so, learning hmm. yeah and and for the economy to survive in a space where all of this technology is changing people are changing the way they they are picking up information and uh, digesting information is changing what is expected out of you in a job is changing mm. you know mm. 
all of that point i think gender equality is super important because otherwise you will have a whole bunch of people expected to do something in life simply because of their gender mm-hmm. and not because these jobs exist why don't mm-hmm. you try so much more so that is right. one part of it the other thing is also the more uh, women are let's say if it's a 50 50 person it's not mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but if it's going to be about a 50% uh, of women in the world you're mm. basically cutting off women 50% of your workforce work by force. saying don't work Correct. as a part of the economy <laughs> like you 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 can actually have 50% more people being involved in things or helping out Correct. more brains behind it more mm. hands behind things and that just builds stuff it's absolutely a common logic what do you think is one of the biggest barriers right now for gender equality according to you ourselves ourselves and you mean women Meaning? and men Yeah, women and men, ourselves, me included. I've definitely okay. been my own barrier for my own equality mm-hmm. at times because So you mean there are a lot of it's not just men but women among themselves judge each, judge each other a lot and no are sort of like barriers obstacles to their own growth. Yeah, because we we see when we are still looking at uh, if I'm going to say I'm talking about gender equality people normally look at me and say this is a woman talking about gender equality. Mm-hmm. They don't look at it as a person talking about gender equality. and right. let's see let's start it from there mm. you know there is definitely certain points that i can make as a woman but mm. the the listening voices are usually that is a woman talking about gender equality how am i going to process that information is it bec- should i process that information better should they, oh so many women are talking about it why are they all whining about it there are different mm-hmm. ways to really look at it what did you find in other p in terms of women and uh, Uh, in terms of what you're talking about in terms of women empowerment and what do you expect to find as you go along the beach so something that i s- observed among the fishing communities in udupi was that men were involved in all of the manual labor mm-hmm. or fishing mm-hmm. you know they would go out they mm-hmm. would fish they would bring it back so the actual pulling of the fish the catching all of that transportation all of that was handled by the men mm-hmm. the women handled most of the business side of it Okay. So they were still a part of the uh, part of the industry from the mm. time that the fish comes in they would come in and join in the uh, part uh, the processing part of it. Uh, they would process the fish as well like they they mm. would uh, get in and they sort the fish out. Okay. Uh, they would often had uh, seen multiple restaurants being run by women. Mm. Uh, so there was a lot of business side that they were leading. as well as uh, even the plants in which they were taken and you know mm-hmm. uh, certain pa- plants that i've seen i've seen women head stuff and tell mm-hmm. men where to really place it and take it and all mm-hmm. of this stuff so women were managing quite a bit of it and the men were doing a lot of the heavier mm-hmm. you know lifting work mm-hmm. the manual work mm-hmm. um but the question that reach you know like hits my head is if if a woman wants to do the manual work or if a man says you know what i'm going to i want to do this part of it what happens then mm-hmm. says i'm i'm not interested in going out and doing the manual labor mm-hmm. what happens in that condition that's my thinking but this works in a more traditional system where you uh, think about it from like maybe 200 years back or 300 years back at a point when you have smaller numbers of people and mm-hmm. you have fixed gender roles so that this society as such can move in smoothly and that's how it's designed because you're not designing for individuals right you're Correct. designing for a collective but right now i think it's it's important for us to start thinking about it more as individuals rather than a collective because we are changing mm. and people do matter and they've started to really really matter because unless individuals matter the community won't mm-hmm. 
as um as someone who is uh, you know uh, doing something with the cause of gender equality and climate change mm-hmm. um and uh, uh, specifically gender equality what is it is there something that you wish you could uh, you know tell a man or you wish men knew that would make the sense of equality more visible more obvious in workplaces in businesses in institutes what is something you wish men knew that would bring this sense of equality more strongly among women and men see i i i just wish like i said before the only thing i really believe in is that people need to stop thinking about themselves as a gender i wish mm-hmm. women would stop thinking about themselves only in terms of being a woman or mm-hmm. men would stop thinking about themselves as in terms of being a man who are you as a person mm-hmm. what are the qualities that make you a person are you looking mm-hmm. at yourself as the qualities of what makes you a man and therefore these are all the things that make you a man therefore you should be a man by doing these things or mm-hmm. are you looking at being the best person you can be mm-hmm. so what qualities are you imbibing mm-hmm. are you trying to shut yourself off from the feminine side by trying to be as masculine as possible and the same thing goes with women are you trying to shut yourself off from masculine traits by trying to be as feminine Very as feminine. possible Mm-hmm. and because the stupid thing is that we've labeled all these characteristics as masculine and feminine by the end of it they're just traits correct personality traits yeah and mm-hmm. to be the best person you can mm-hmm. be i think you need to find a balance mm-hmm. of everything so your advice to our listeners is it's not about man or woman but it is who you are as a person yeah yes what are you doing next month i'm walking you next month <laughs> <laughs> What's the weather going to be like? How was your experience in Udupi? Because you you look sunburnt. <laughs> <laughs> you look you look darker. <laughs> Stopping so racist. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, but you do. You've got a nice tan in you. Yeah, I mean, the weather's it's going to be really hot. Yeah. As well as it's going to be overcast and you you'll be really confused because it was hot. It, it was hitting 30 degrees on some days and suddenly it hits 24 degrees, but that's a vast difference yeah. of days. Yeah. Uh, we we also saw that we saw your videos, your live videos and yeah. you were talking a lot about the humidity. Oh yeah. So Oh. Yeah. <laughs> fish fry there's like something else. Yeah. <laughs> is it really called disco fish? <laughs> yes it is. <laughs> Oh my god so many questions damn it i'm going to fail this paper <laughs> tell us about the humidity first okay the humidity sucks <laughs> it's going to cause mold to grow in every damn thing that you want to want it to grow uh, i um, so i usually carry a set of uh, cutlery with me which is made of bamboo and steel that was gifted by a friend of mine hey meda uh, a while ago and uh, it's it's on my person at all times and this time i didn't use it at all in urpi because i also have a set of camping cutlery that i use um so this time when i came back i needed to use the cutlery for something i unwrap all of this which was completely unused uh-huh. and it's full of Fungus. mold everywhere Whoa. i'm surprised it hasn't started growing mushrooms <laughs> and the same thing goes with all of my clothes you know my bags are covered in mold my clothes are covered in mold everything that i so use is it is just the, is it just that area or is it going to be a lot like that all along the coast it's going to be like that all around the Whoa, coast so that's a lot for equipment and stuff if you're yeah. going to video and do other yes. things so i find that as long as you're able to use your equipment every day that's a big uh, it, it makes a big difference because that heat that the equipment produces itself is good to dry out stuff but just make sure that you don't uh, get your equipment wet and make sure you're able to put it out in the sunlight every once in a while that makes a big difference because uh putting my bags out or taking my backpack that i normally carry out in the sunlight every day make sure that there's there's no mold on that 
like on the bags I keep in my room at all times there is mold growing but on my backpack there is absolutely nothing so uh, if you're able to put this out in the sun long enough that makes a big difference and this is not this is not just a practice in the coastal areas but also in the rainforest that I've, I observed uh, putting things in dry bags and uh, I mean at, at least over here we have a lot of sunlight in the rainforest there's no sunlight along with the terrible humidity and rain so we had to sit there and sort of like cook our equipment over the fire to dry them out but luckily that's not uh, an issue this time we have enough sunlight to sort everything out cool so you were also on this diet when you were in Udupi yeah. it was kind of like a ketosis diet but not exactly and there was a lot of fish and you, I also remember I think it was one of your early videos you talked a lot you talked about how there was so much variety of fish but of course for me the disco fish just stood out because it just sounded <laughs> it sounded <laughs> sounds, uh, sounds very fishy sounds like a party <laughs> yeah. it is a party on a plate <laughs> it's <laughs> delicious <laughs> Janet in the month of October you are walking 850 kilometers plus uh the dates the dates we are supposed to be leaving Bangalore on the third is what we're looking at October right now. 3rd of October yes. 2019. And coming back on um, That's if you're coming back. Right? Yeah, I'm still thinking about coming back. Like if you guys no. are going to help me raise enough funds to come back, <laughs> then I can yeah. come back, but right now we we uh, mostly raise our funds only to go. Speaking of okay. that, can I can I quickly ask about you are about last I checked about 50,000 short. 25. <laughs> 25,000 bucks short of your 2.50 lakhs. Yeah. Wow. Now, this has been done in 25 days. Yeah. <laughs> so, how has this worked out? How have you raised all this money uh, in such a short period of time? I have rich friends. <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> no, I mean, I just had like a lot of people who really believed in the project. And I've had a lot of strangers as well. Mm -hmm. A lot of people who believe in the project, who've given little, little quantities. Is it about the project can. or is it about you? It's both, isn't it? It's I, I the fact that I am doing this. It, this is as important as I am. Excellent. So how can we uh, be part of this 60-day project? Is there? Would you be like putting out videos or is there some way we can reach out to you during these 60 days? Okay, so this whole project is done so that we collect the stories of both people and the planet. And these stories will be given out as both daily videos and we'll be making a short film on the way. And there are podcasts, you know, Ooh. thanks to you guys. So how do, how do we catch you? How do we? We are actually going to be doing a, par a partnering podcast. Did you find that out now? <laughs> Good job, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, uh, guys, we will be sharing links uh, of uh, social uh, handles that you can follow to keep a track on what Janet is doing and her progress. Stalk me. Yes, we will uh, stalk you. And what about your family? How have they received this? How are they seeing this? What about your uh, What about your husband or boyfriend? Uh, that special someone. How have yeah. they responded to this? Is he, is he pretending to support you? Is yeah, he one man. Of those guys? Like because, because let's face it. Uh, let's okay. uh, fa <laughs> let's face it. You're a South Indian, <laughs> and uh, stuff like this. Your parents are going to say no. Generally, par I, I'm not saying your parents. Generally, parents would say, uh, "What's wrong with you? Why don't you just get a job and uh, give me the monthly salary on 30th, 31st? What is this walk and wa walk on the terrace?" See, after you fail at so many regular jobs like me, my my parents are just like. Please do something with your life. <laughs> my my mom's uh, super proud of me, which is awesome. Yes, and we all need uh, mums like that. 
I'm I'm kind of awkward to talk about the project with most people. Like the fact that I'm talking about this on the podcast itself is because you know you guys tell told please come and talk about this on the podcast yes we we literally begged you we yeah. fell at your feet but i'm very very awkward with actually talking about the pod- podcast so i haven't really discussed the details as much with my family mm-hmm. ma please listen to the podcast thanks <laughs> <laughs> we will send her a link yeah yeah we all, yeah we'll let's let's contact ma operation ma begins now Yes. So yeah, I mean that that that's that with that. Uh, how dare you assume that my husband, boyfriend, so on, so exists? What about my girlfriend or my wife? Like, my <laughs> God, assumption. Uh, apologies, apologies. Yeah. Let's just say, <laughs> let's just say, low partner. Low. <laughs> so, are you planning to make this a recurring thing, like every year or something, like once in two years? Machan, let me finish this one only. No, sending me away again before I even leave. <laughs> because we're just seeing a possibility of maybe you doing this with Modi, because he did one with Bear Grylls, one episode. Maybe you can invite him for a day or something. He can join you. Well, I'd love walk. to invite if uh, Hey Modi, if you're listening, uh, peace out. Um, join me on the walk if you can. That'll be awesome. Excellent, because. <laughs> no this is our country and uh, we would be most happy and privileged if our government uh, leaders in our government support us yeah because we like uh, this is all of our house it is burning yes i mean so. even if not the pm an mla or an mp or somebody <laughs> should be walking alongside you yeah. if not on the beach at mm-hmm. least on the project they should be walking alongside so invite to anybody who listens if you yes. are a part of the political system you are invited So that's an interesting question actually because there are people on the way who are joining you in certain parts of the walk there are certain volunteers who are joining you in certain parts of the walk there are some of my friends who are like I was just talking to a guy who I actually haven't met or been friends on for years on Instagram and and I was telling him about the walk and he says you know what I'm going to show up meet you meet Janan on the walk cuz like I just think it's interesting so I'll see you on the walk and that's what he said and I was like and he's somebody's actually going to do it you know and so that's cool but anyway my point is there are people joining you and and coming along as volunteers at different points tell us tell us a bit about that i'm so excited about the people who are coming on the walk uh the multiple people joining us on the walk and i'm very very excited about them because uh it's one thing if if it's me who's trying to do something but the point is this project may have my face but it's not about me you know and it's important for multiple people with multiple perspectives to come and join us on the walk so that it doesn't become about me doing it Mm-hmm. and it's important that they do so because we are trying to present perspectives true and if you're able to pers- present perspectives through uh, ab- uh through the stories of people and mm-hmm. the stories of the planet i think it's also important for others voices to join in others to influence our thoughts others to help us with the debates that we're going to have in the evening and see where we take it i would love it if anybody who's listening to this joins us on our walk please fund us as well fund us don't yes. fund just yourselves so it's um, not about the fun but also the fund please give me yes. give me the money honey <laughs> <laughs> yes very broke people trying to do something large janet are you scared scared is a um, strange word i i'm i am a little uh, anxious about certain elements there are certain things that i am nervous about it's definitely not a project that i've done to the scale and i've also seen certain patterns of my own behavior where i reach to my comfort zones like if i'm training then i would rather go on the same grounds and i have to consciously keep shifting myself away from that um because that area that i've already walked on becomes my comfort area so this is uh, a challenge to yourself 
this is a project that is completely kicking me out of my own comfort zone there are certain areas which i'm comfortable in it's usually the sleeping on tents and shitting in the open one did you <laughs> have you found a cane yet sorry have you found a cane i know you've been looking for one it shouldn't be too hard i haven't found one because i've been sitting with that guy <laughs> what do you need you need like something that's your height maybe a foot above you roughly around that okay something i can hold and whack so any uh, closing uh, thoughts messages from uh, janet to the listeners to uh, people who don't think uh, the world is on fire or to people who don't think women deserve an equal or men deserve or it's not, it's not, men and women are separate beings to people like that what is your message janet well if you don't believe just because you don't believe that your house is on fire doesn't mean it's not <laughs> it is on fire <laughs> So there you have it folks we have uh, Janet Orlean from uh, Bangalore our very own Bengaluru girl traveling from October 3rd to December 3rd or 5th uh, a 800 km plus walk and it's about climate change and gender equality so please show your love support and most importantly the F U N D S funds <laughs> Well, do you think Janet's really going to be able to do this, man? Uh, it is a little doubtful. I mean, she is. Uh, she, yeah. I mean, I mean, women are not supposed to be walking eight hundred kilometers. I mean, they can walk on the terrace. I mean, drying clothes. But let's see. Let's see. Machan, that's because you can't. Uh, yes, <laughs> she's coming towards us. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! oh. <laughs> run, 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 run! Yeah, I had a very interesting. Um, incident that happened in Odupi, you know, where I told you about this guy that I met while having lunch. This project must be really hard to do, no? You're walking so much; it's so difficult, especially for women, no? <laughs> must be so difficult. I looked at him. I was like, "Dude, are you going to do this project?" No, man. Can't walk that much. Like, What are you saying? I'm a woman, and therefore it's hard. You only can't walk like get lost. <laughs> But I mean, that's my thing on gender equality. <laughs> what, what, did, what did he say? He was uh, so confused, poor guy. he he went back home and he told apparently he told his mother and his sisters about oh, it okay. and they were like so proud they were just so proud that someone's going out there and doing this and that i mean they take hope in things like this people take hope when people push themselves to the next to the limit that they can i have an interesting question suddenly why are people so surprised or so hopeful or love this idea that a woman is doing it as if you're the first woman who's ever doing anything like this <sighs> they don't hear it from someone sitting across them good luck to you babe <laughs> thank you